welcome to Alphabet Flight, a cyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is the wonderful, the lovely, some would say sonorous, Daniel Naw. Hello. Uh, we're going to be talking about a character that is definitely not racist at all. Daniel. I can't wait. That's uh, my oh. favorite type of character. Uh, definitely not racist, and definitely um, does it come off as uh, very insensitive to a very uh, particular group of people. These are checking all the boxes of yep. the type of characters I like, so I'm very <laughs> yep. excited, Jesse. Uh, someone who definitely is not just a stereotype. Of Perfect. a certain group of people. Sounds uh, sounds like a complicated, nuanced character that a has very, a lot of very depth. Complicated, nuanced character, uh, and it is the Yellow Claw. Wow. <laughs> so, what do you think the Yellow Claw is? This not racist, not stereotyped, uh, very nuanced character. Yeah, um, looks like I bet he. Definitely does not have literally yellow skin, or uh, definitely doesn't have uh, really slanty eyes, or uh, kind of bucked teeth, maybe, and maybe some fangs and claws, and uh, definitely doesn't look like that dude from Emperor Ming, was that his name, from Flash Gordon? Oh, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Or like Ming the Merciless, no, something like Merciless. that. Ming the Merciless, yeah, it's Ming yeah. the Merciless. Definitely looks nothing like that. In my opinion. Well, he does have buck teeth. That's something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Let me get let that camera focus up. Yeah. Uh, he's not quite as yellow as I thought he'd be. He's still I don't very know. yellow, though. He's, he's pretty yellow. Yeah. Don't know why he has, like, a wrestling championship belt. And actually, is this a wrestling character? <laughs> it looks like a, uh, like a wrestling character, but no. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. He's got a championship belt, and, like, that's definitely, like, a wrestling, like, robe he's wearing. Or or it's just a, like, or he's just about to get down. In the ring to (laughs) fight for his title, yeah. Well, what does this robe look like? It's, uh, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like a boxing robe, or I guess probably more like a kimono is what they were going for here. But, you know, yeah, like a boxing robe, except for it's got a ludicrous collar on it i don't know why that thing's so big and so flared but also very deep v going up very to that deep collar. V. oh yeah, i mean because it's yeah it's a robe so it's really just kind of cinched at the set uh at the waist with that belt but yeah, yeah uh also claws it's, it's yeah it's in it's in blue and gold but like if you just imagine you know a boxing movie where they come out with that big robe they wear that's what he's wearing he looks like he's wearing nothing under that robe too yeah i mean he does have that robe's not that long <laughs> He does. He does look like. Well, if he was, if he was moving a, li- if he was like a little instead of doing that like three quarters tor- turn, mm-hmm. like if he was just like front on, you would be able to see his danger. Probably. Um. But also, he seems to have. Uh. He does have claws. First off. Mm. And he does have a Fu Manchu. Yeah. Um. And his eyes is that thing that they do when they draw uh, that they did in the fifties when they're drawing e- evil Asian people. Where, like, the eyes are, like, pointed. That'd be the yeah. eyebrows are super pointed. Yeah. Um, he does have, he does have skulls over where his nipples would be on his, on his, um, 
100 I can respect well. that. I mean, I can respect that part. And he seems to be wearing, I'm going, he's either a robot or he has a metal suit. Yeah, he's got kind of like that Colossus look going on when he metals up and it's just those like bands of metal. Yeah. So, so, so far, totally not racist, stereotypical. Super not. 100% nope. just. Mm-mm. Just, uh, nuanced. I don't know how they got someone so nuanced and, and sensitive. It, 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 in the 80s, nonetheless. This guy is almost as not racist. My favorite Marvel character, Iron Fist, the least racist character ever made. Well, there's people in Iron Fist that are more racist than Iron Fist. That's such a shock to me. I can't even believe that that would happen in the super not racist character of Iron Fist and his many friends. You mean the white savior who learned kung fu so good that he was better at kung fu than all the other people around him? Yeah, as I said, the like least racist character ever created that's just so unracist that we all love him. Uh, and by the way, this character has three pages. Uh, so we have us. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. So, so his real name is unrevealed. His occup- I guess we should count our blessings. Well, let's see. Let's see if it was revealed later. Uh, well, apparently it was Plan Zoo. So. I guess I've heard worse. Uh, he also went by Zing Zhao. The one, uh, Golden mm. Claw, and forgive me, uh, Hagwan Re Ananda. Bro, I have no idea. <laughs> <sighs> mm. Oh, God. Oh, he looks even more racist in his first appearance. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so, um, his identity is secret. Uh, he is from China, if you can believe it. Shocking. Shock- very shocking. Uh, his no no known uh, alias. Uh, his place of birth was somewhere in mainland China. His marital status is married many times. Hmm. Wonder what that means. His group affiliation is none. And he first appeared. Because they did not put his actual first appearance. It was actually part of a four-issue miniseries called The Yellow Claw. He got title credits, so yeah, I mean, good on him for that. I mean, he, sure. Good good on his agent for getting him that. Good, good, yeah. So, The Yellow... So, he was The Yellow Claw, issue number one. Oh, Jesus. In October 1956. The coming of the Yellow Claw. Oh, no. This, oh, boy. Lordy, oh, lordy. Did did they somehow make him more racist in the in 56? Who, buddy? Do you want to describe what the cover is? I mean, if you've ever seen literally any depiction of an Asian person from the 1940s, uh, you've seen the yellow claw. It's not a good look there. Uh, Shockingly, the t- they didn't use that like weird chopstick font 
for this title. Well, I mean, it is very shocking. Um, almost as shocking as the new thrills of the most dangerous man of all time. Mm, just right, just right around that Korean War time. Mm. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because like you know, at first you know in the forties it was the Japanese because of you know we were fighting them, mm. uh, and then and but then the Chinese decided to up and get a communist leader. Yeah, yeah, that tracks. Yep, because the whole Red Army thing. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, so finally now, no one can uh, no one can do any of that because China's box office is too big, and everyone needs to cash in on it to recoup their domestic sales. Oh, fun fact: you can get one issue of it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you can get exactly one issue of it, and that's because it was reprinted. In Jimmy Woo, who is actually a pretty good character. Mm. Jimmy Woo is actually a pretty good character. So you can get exactly one issue. So unfortunately, I can't cover it on limited theories because I'd want to <laughs> cover. I'd want to just be real uncomfortable with two Latin people just discussing how. Ra- oh my god! I bet you can find scans of this. I just went to. Okay, wait. Can you can you see? This is the preview uh, page. Oh, hang on. Let me. Uh, Trying to focus in. Uh, it's still pretty blurry, but I'm seeing. It, it doesn't look great from what I'm seeing. I can't see it super well, but. Uh... Let's just say on this one preview page, we have multiple buck teeth, yellow skinned, uh, evil Asian people, and we also have a rice a person working at a rice paddy in a rice paddy hat. Awesome! I love that. That's super cool. Also, yeah, there are super duper scans of this online. Oh, we I might have to. I, you know what? I might we might have to try to cover this just so we could because we've been because we're mostly covering like good stuff that's been putting out. Yeah. We'll cover some real heinously racist stuff as well. Yeah. Oh, I found the page that uh you were just showing me on this scan. Yeah, this is uh so far I've seen uh in the four pages I've clicked through, I've seen uh Two sets of pupils. Yep. Yep. Uh, six pages in, those two sets of pupils are still. Oh, oh! I got set three. He's doing like. Oh no, he's threatening someone. That's why. Yeah, this is bad. Oof, oof. I keep clicking through. It doesn't get better. Oh, the one I have has the ads put in as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, there's some ads, which is kind of fun. Oh man, and there's just so much writing. Yeah, I mean, that's old comics for you, though. Well, they used to, like, in Tales of Suspense, they used to have a text story in each one, so. Mm. <laughs> uh, the criminal mastermind known as the Yellow Claw was born over 150 years ago in mainland China. A genius in biochemistry, he had formulated uh, elixirs that prolonged his lifespan, enabling him to maintain his physical vitality over a century and a half of its existence. Mm. For decades, Yellow Claw dedic- uh, dedicated himself to achieving world domination and supplanting Western civilization under his new order ruled by himself and his heirs. No offense, but so far, beat for beat, this is just the Mandarin's backstory, but you swapped out 
magic rings for an elixir. Yes. So far. One, one or the other was stolen from each other. I'm pretty sure the Mandarin was stolen. Yeah, probably. By, by, by Atlas, who was... I mean, by Marvel, who was Atlas at a time. I mean, for mm. shortly. But through his uh, native China... I'd be sorry. Altho his native China undergone a communist revolution, he maintains uh, many of his ways of imperial uh, China. Yep. So far, still just the Mandarin. Yep. In the <laughs> 1950s, the Yellow Claw... Uh, made an agreement with General Sung and other communist Chinese leaders whereby the Yellow Claw would undertake and destroy Western democracies and conquer the United States and the rest of the, ra- wow, rest of the uh, world. Some, some writers might be projecting uh, some of their own cultural anxieties about what their country might be doing I mean, I wonder what was happening in the 50s. You know, the whole domino theory thing, and we just had... A, a newly minted communist China. Oh, sorry. Again, only tangentially related, but I just saw a tweet that was, uh, here, let me see if I can. Yeah, it's, uh, some guy tweeted out from our Vietnam trip. Our guide popped out of a VC tunnel to jokingly scare the vets. Dad ye- yelled at him for 10 minutes. And I'm still laughing about that. Cause what a hero. <laughs> what, what a hero. Man, that, that guy. 100% give that guy a raise. So, in fact, the Yellow Claw only pretended to serve the communist uh, Chinese hierarchy and intended to conquer the war for himself. However, feigned allegiance with the masters of his of the People's Republic of China, and that proved beneficial to him for, for decades. Uh, he launched various schemes uh, in conquest of America, with Conquest of America as their objectives, aided in his, his second command, the Nazi war criminal Karl von Horsbladen, who adopted the alias Fritz von Voltzmann. I'm okay. going to say better, better name, the second one. Sounds more of a, like a Nazi villain. I guess. It's also easy for me to say. Easy like. for me to say. He could have gone by like Death Krieger or something, but oh, I guess Krie- Fritz is fine. I'm, I mean, you wanna, you wanna, you know, put like a little bit of like, you know, if someone's dumb, they don't get it. Like Death Krieger is too on the nose. I guess he teamed up with some Nazis. He continually portrayed his sole living relative, his grandniece uh, Suwan, who was in love with the Claus nemesis, Chinese American FBI agent Jimmy Wu. Uh, with uh, Shawan's, with Suwan's help, Wu successfully thwarted the Claw scheme. Uh, the Yellow Claw was enraged by her assistance to Wu, and could do nothing, uh, but but could not bring himself to kill his only living relative. Eventually, the Yellow Claw left the United left the United States to perfect new message. Sorry, new methods of his subjugation to ensue that his uh, grandniece would no longer subvert his uh, efforts. He placed her in an unaging, suspended animation in the so-called lotus vial of dreamless sleep. Of course. Of course, that's what it was called. Yes. Also, like, 
Did this elixir like destroy his sperm? Why can he not not just like make some more descendants? Well, like it looks like he's aging still. Okay, but like when you're old, your sperm's still good. Like that stuff doesn't go away. <laughs> but yeah, but dudes can make babies up until they die. So yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. Like, why don't he just pop out a few more kids if like this whole granny situation's not working out for him? In more recent years, he sent troops whom he reduced to slaves with no wills of their own to invade the Statue of Liberty secretly, where the troops okay, <laughs> okay where the troops were to activate an id paralyzer device, which was to sap the wills of the people of the United States, thereby enabling the Yellow Claw to take over the country. I don't know if you realize this, but the Statue of Liberty is, like, on an island away from the rest of the city. That's a terrible place to place your transmitter. It has to be symbolic. How are you going to take- I can respect that. You know what? I can respect that. How are you going to sap the will of an entire nation, making them into slaves, if it's not from a symbolic area? You've turned me around on that. I can can work with that. The scheme was thwarted, however, by Nick Fury of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Captain America, who used a special weapon designed by Reed Richards, of course, the Yellow Claw himself did not come to the uh, Statue of Liberty, but instead directed his troops through psionic means from afar. Uh, subsequently, Fury clashed repeatedly with the being whom he believed to be the Yellow Claw. This, the supposed Claw, captured a weapon called the Ultimate Annihilator. Great. <laughs> I feel like that was either, that's either true, or someone is just trying to build up a thing they built like just be like yeah it's called the ultimate annihilator the budget review is coming up and you need to have your impressive projects out in front it's it sweeps week you know you got- <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have the ultimate annihilator on display so i can get that ad money uh it nearly it the ultimate annihilator was nearly used to destroy uh manhattan island only when Fury defeated the supposed claw in battle. Did he learn that it was actually a robot? Uh, and that uh, Suan and the Voltsman accompanying this claw robot was also robots. Uh, mm. Unknown to Fury, Yellow Claw robot and the other robots were creations of Doctor Doom, who pitted them against Shield. As of part of a strange game he was playing with another robot of his creation called the Prime Mover, uh, made the robotic duplicates. Uh, but what happened? But what happened? Uh, during the time, uh, the real Yellow Claw continued to be engaged in his years of contemplative isolation, during which he formulated new strategies and means of world conquest. Uh, the Claw, infuriated uh, to learn that he was being impersonated by a robot, did not learn, but to this day was unaware that uh, that Doctor Doom was behind, like the robot. So he was just like, "Someone built this robot. I don't know who it is. I'm angry about it." As a result of aiding Shield against the uh, Claw robot, Wu uh, became part of Shield. Then the real Yellow Claw reemerged uh, with another attempt of world domination. 
he severed his ties with the uh, People's Republic of China. And using occult means, he transferred the spirits of Princess Fanel Taman of ancient Egypt, who a woman who had their drive for conquest, in the body of Suan, thereby fusing their personalities. He knew that not... Uh, so the Claw knew that his elixirs wouldn't keep him alive forever, and he wanted a heir for his conquest. So, so basically, after putting putting like a woman con- uh, would be conqueror in the body, in the spirit right. into the body of his niece, he was just like close enough. <laughs> I feel like again, one, you could just have more kids, and two, like if you're gonna like do- be doing a cult, like spirit summons or whatever, and possessions, like. Why not pull out, like, someone who actually conquered some stuff? Like, why not get some Genghis Khan or, like, Alexander the Great? Like, I don't remember this woman from history, so it doesn't sound like she's too good at conquering. Yeah, like, yeah, just imagine Genghis Khan, but with today's technology. I'm just saying, there are, like, people with resumes for conquering, and you could have picked any of them. Oh, by the way, if uh, if you have the time... Look up, uh, look up like Mongolian archers doing archery on the back of dirt bikes. It's amazing. Nice. Like they have like the Mongolian short bows, which basically yeah. is the reason why Genghis Khan was so, um, yeah, was able. Yeah, to he take was over. much more mobile than everyone else. Yeah, and they were also really good at uh, horseback. But like, oh, but like those, the, like the modern day, some modern game Mongolian people. Like, they know how to use it on dirt bikes. Yeah, I, I hear that Mongolia, or at least the more rural areas of Mongolia, is very much still, like, traditional Mongolia, but they also happen to have, like, cell phones and cars. It's it's crazy. If you want to see someone hit, like, a target, like, three times on the back of a dirt bike going, like, 40 miles an hour. So, yeah, Captain America and the Falcon and S.H.I.E.L.D. people, you know, fought Suan and... Months later, the Yellow Claw was contacted by the enigmatic Black Llama, who stated that he would bestow the means of achieving world conquest on the would-be world conqueror. By uh, can you can you clarify for me? Is that Black Llama like the Dalai Lama or like yeah, an like animal? the Dalai Lama? Okay, <laughs> that so, paints a clearer image in my shadow, mind. Thank you. The Shadow Llama. You figure out you figure out who reincarnated as the Black Llama by them picking a knife that yeah. the previous person used to stab someone. I mean, that's yeah, that's like an edgy version of like what the Dalai Lama does. So yeah, I guess that that's fine. Yeah, but he would bestow like the means to conquer the world if he was uh, if he could prove that he was. More the most powerful of his peers by killing others in combat. Deciding to compete for this prize, Yellow Claw captured the palace of his longtime rival, the Mandarin. Can you oh, imagine hey. two of the same people existing in the same area? Yeah, that <laughs> sucks, dude. That <laughs> sucks a lot. It's just like, come on, dude. This is my stick before you were created. <laughs> it's just like, I'm pretty sure I'm doing it better. Look at these rings. <laughs> um. But he succeeded, uh, and he succeeded by bringing the Mandarin's physical, uh, by bringing about the, uh, the Mandarin's physical death. 
but the main role, uh, but the Mandarin transferred his spirits into his angeline ring, then took possession of a newer, younger body, returning himself back to physical life. Um, he did not win the Black Llamas competition uh, for Iron Man, who accidentally caused the destruction of the Mandarin's palace, forced Claw into fleeing. I was hoping that that Iron Man was given the <laughs> meets world domination. Just like, well, it looks like uh, Iron Man just killed the Mandarin on accident. Uh, he wins? I guess, yeah. I guess? <laughs> Proclaiming that he intended to bring peace to the entire world by eliminating threats of war uh, by taking control of the planet for himself. Real original, dude. Real original. Yeah. Uh, Yellow Claw attempted to destroy New York City as a display of his power by creating a massive tidal wave. Also, really original. That's only what Namor does every three months. <laughs> like, uh, this time he was opposed by Fury, Shield, and Richard Ryder in the disguise of Nova. Um, they ended the threat of the tidal wave before it hit New York City. Nova caused the Claw's uh, spaceship, oh, sp- Skycraft, sorry, to explode. The Claw, however, somehow escaped the explosion. Later, Voltsman had fallen from the, earlier Voltsman fallen from the Skycraft, seemingly to his death, but his body was never recovered, meaning that he's alive to this day. Uh, stating that he became uh, old and that not even his elixirs would prolong his life much further needing a new heir now that Swan, uh, Suwan was dead. He, in- he intended to wed a number of women who have been judged to have superior traits. The Claw pled to father's son. So really, he just never thought of doinking women. Yeah, it sounds a lot like that. So, no, like, he's just... Okay, so apparently he played to have sons by these women, and... When the sons reached adulthood, they would fight each other to death, and the sole survivor would be there to his father. <laughs> this dude sucks, man. I'm trying like so hard to keep up, but like this dude just sucks. He sucks so hard. I like the idea of just being like, okay. And by the way, Craven the Hunter, like over the last six months or so. Mm-hmm. This was something he did. He basically made a bunch of clones, and eventually oh, they fought each other. And he he taught the one, uh, like he taught all of them how to fight and do his own thing, yeah. do his thing. And uh, the one that survived was the one that he claimed his son to be as a son. Is not the plotline of Tekken. I mean, it's a it's a plotline of a lot of things. <laughs> it's just like let's have a bunch of sons and have them kill each other. The one that's left is a good one. The surviving son of Yellow Claw would rule over the new race of mankind, which he would create through genetic material that his father gathered from what Claw believed was the world's most physically and mentally perfect human beings. So, Cell. From DBZ. I guess, yeah. I guess. Okay. The new race would succeed... The present human or, or mar- mutants in Marvel 
Yeah. Mutants. Okay. Uh, the new race would succeed over the present human race, and the and then the Yellow Claw planned to release a vapor that would render all human beings on Earth, except for those with his hidden base. Uh, his with sorry, except those in his hidden base, permanently sterile. The Avengers oppose the Claw, and Vision calls the Claw spaceship to that was going to spread the sterility, induce gas mm-hmm. to crash. Uh, the Yellow Claw was inside, plunging the state spacecraft and the Avengers. It crashed off the coast of Great Britain. Bam, children of men. Yep. It's all connected. Uh, the Avengers believed him dead, but the Yellow Claw has evaded death many times, and all remains seen, whether he is truly deceased or not. I'm going to say yes, because I think Marvel would literally be just canceled immediately if they try to bring this character back nowadays. I mean, they don't need to, because he's just the Mandarin, and they already have the Mandarin. <laughs> they would. It's just the Mandarin, but without superpowers. He sucks. I hate him. So, like, the Mandarin, at least, like, when they bring him back nowadays, they're just like, he's a businessman with power rings. Yeah. Like, they, they're just like, he's just a Chinese dude who has rings. I mean, they're trying to get that, like, Chang Sheik movie made, and that dude's canonically the son of the actual Fu Manchu, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. Um, I think it's supposed to be actually, I think they're gonna try, I think they're gonna try to actually get, like, an Asian director. Yeah, I hear they had an Asian scriptwriter attached to it, and I hear they're floating, uh, Ludi Lin and Donnie Yen to be in it so far. So we'll see, but we'll see. So far, as long as they actually have like Asian people involved, <laughs> I'm actually every frankly level. amazed they're still pushing ahead after like there was already backlash in China where everyone was like, "Hey, yeah, we know what a Fu Manchu is, you racist garbage. This sucks." Well, the thing, well, you could just cut out a lot of that stuff like very easily. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cause but like, because like, the reason why we had Shang Chi in the first place is because they were going to try to do a comic based off of the uh yellow face uh the yellow faced uh David Carradine yeah Kung Fu uh but they couldn't get the rights last second because uh WB or Warner Brothers owned <laughs> it like they so. Uh, they just made lookalikes, <laughs> yep. basically. They try so hard to just walk this back. Is unusual sure. physical traits. Oh boy. <laughs> the yellow claw has pale yellow skin, quite unlike the skin tones of other Orientals. Boy, you try it. You try it so hard. Boy, <laughs> you're <Woo>! trying. <laughs> the the reason for claws unusual coloring is unknown. Okay, first off, good. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna give you a pat on the back for trying really hard. <laughs> you, you tried. <laughs> you just sound like someone's grandma who's trying not to be racist around the around the young grandkids who are mixed. Oh, would would you believe that he's also a master of kung fu? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, that's Yellow Claw. Boy, I could be like out buying a Nintendo Switch right now. 
you could be, but uh, you but um, you passively agreed to be on this episode. Yeah. Oh. You know, human brains only got so much storage space, so I had to overwrite something to take in this new information. So I don't know algebra anymore, everyone, but I do know about the yellow claw. So yeah, thanks. I'm I'm glad to. What's gonna happen is you're gonna randomly just think about like about about this character and just be real bummed. Oh, good thing is we have one more character. Excellent. So hopefully uh, it's a palate cleanser. It it is a palate cleanser. So good. Uh, do do you, do you want to do plugs? Sure. Uh, I do some podcasts. The main one is Audiomorphs. It's a podcast where it's not actually a podcast. It's I make audiobooks for the Animorphs. You remember the Animorphs? I make audiobooks for them. Check that out and everything else I do on my website, theapodcalypse.com. That's theapodcalypse.com. It's like apocalypse, but with a D in the middle. Like Um, podcast. Get it? It's clever. I don't feel (laughs) like putting any of my other stuff on this episode so i'm just gonna just gently go into the night so um so bye peace